Welcome to Backyards and Bevies. Grab your favorite bevy, pull up a chair, and enjoy the ride. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Welcome to Kitchens and Bevies. Kitchens and Bevies. <laughs> it is too cold outside yeah, today. Yeah, we, uh, well, we have a lot going on today, and, and it's frozen, it's cold. Even though it looks sunny behind us, it is, uh, it is cold AF out there, yes. and we decided that because we're shooting another podcast today that will showcase our kitchen. Yeah. Ta-da. <laughs> you can see our backyard. <laughs> Welcome to our kitchen. Well, that was one thing we always said is that it's never going to be perfect and some days we're going to have to record inside and we'll just uh, come up with a clever spot in the house and yeah. or whatever. Who cares? It works out great. And um, uh, <laughs> for everybody that's not watching um, but is listening, you will be seeing some very special fluffy guests throughout this podcast. Our giant Maine Coon Merlin is already <laughs> up here hanging out with us, wanting yeah. to know what's going on, and well, who that's, knows, that's our other a, two might make an appearance. It's kind of a cool thing right now, because I just wanted to touch on this real quick. You know, we have a lot of people that listen to us on Apple or Spotify, mm-hmm. Google, whatever, um, but we would just like a big favor if everybody would also just go and subscribe to us on YouTube. You don't have to watch it, but... It would just help us. And, but if you uh, want to see cool cats, but if watch you, uh, <laughs> yeah, I know a few people who have uh, told me that before that they will listen sometimes, like if they're mm-hmm. in the car, and then they will, if we, like, they're like, wow, I wonder what that person sounds like or looks like because mm-hmm. of, you know they're just using their imagination. They can flop over to the YouTube and yeah. you see it. So it's a different different thing. But I just wanted to let everyone know to subscribe to YouTube or mm-hmm. follow or how, whatever term you want to use. <laughs> so this is part two of part last two. week's um, what me leaving Hooters to mm-hmm. you know go work in the music industry. Yeah. How and, you uh, climbed your way up. Yeah. And it, it was a climb. It, and it it was a, a massive climb, and I, I was actually thinking about it today on the fact that I don't know if we're, it might be a part three to this that we might have actually have to record. We'll see, yeah. <laughs> it's just such a long tale. It's one of those things that uh, I read somewhere in a book one time that to become an expert at something, it takes 10,000 hours or 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I... After going through what I did, I can say, yeah, that is, I feel that that statement is a is a true statement mm-hmm. to anything that you're about ready to venture into or do. Or it, overnight success is not. Well, it's certainly not normal. It's just not a healthy, you, mm. you know, because you, in you, sure you might make it, you might end up being the one that mm-hmm. doesn't have. <laughs> uh you know something else happened um but you know like that's why you hear these uh lottery tragedies you know yeah. people win you know 600 million dollars and it's gone in a, a year and it's because the fact that you don't uh, get a chance to appreciate it and, and as i say that my cat is definitely appreciating me right now because <laughs> yeah. he's just put his uh giant paws on my leg <laughs> it's really um, cute <laughs> the it was an it was an interesting drive and and one thing that I don't think I said on the last show and I was kind of thinking about it today was you know one thing I wasn't was depressed mm. and it was I'm not saying that because you know I don't get depressed or I don't have depression or I've never gone through it you no know, we've talked about you were battling some depression yeah late last year but showing up to Florida so mm-hmm. I left. San Antonio. Yep. I worked at Hooters. I was addicted to Coke. I was yep. fat. I was unhealthy. I was everything that was fun. Probably also <laughs> addicted to alcohol. Oh, addicted. I was addicted to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And and I, I was addicted to a lot of things for many, many years. And I still think even though I've gotten rid of some addictions, I've picked up new ones. Like mm-hmm. working out is an addiction. Mm-hmm. You know, like so leaving San Antonio. I never thought I'd leave Texas anyways, but mm-hmm. that was hard. I show up in Florida and I, I thought about this on how we were going to start this. And I, and we left off with me dropping my dad off at the airport, mm-hmm. going back to my house or my apartment and, and really having to evaluate what I was going to do. Yeah. And how you were going to reach the goal that you had promised yeah. your dad and your grandmother you were going to reach. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and partly, or part of that was that, I really had to be positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I really, really had to be positive, even though in the moments where all of a sudden I was alone, I didn't have any friends. Yeah. I had no one to talk to. And there is a bit of this where 
I started to dive into my past and reach out to people. And I don't know if I ever apologized to those people, but maybe I talked to them and, and tried to start fresh or new because mm -hmm. I was thinking to myself like, wow, you know, I, I am far away. I do need someone in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and as much as I love my parents and as much as I love my grandma, I think I needed friendship, mm -hmm. you know, or just someone to reach out to when I did get a little down on myself. And so, right. so I'm sitting in this apartment. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do, how I'm going to live my life. You know, I'm living completely different again. I have no job. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now I got student loans and they gave me some, you know, monthly sub subst subsidies. Mm, like stipends? Yeah, stipends. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't a lot, but I, same thing that we had to go through, you know, not long ago, we had to, I just had to sit down and say, okay, well, I can either eat, yeah, <laughs> I can do certain things or I can just waste my, my whole life again and get back into bad habits. And mm -hmm. so part of that was, I found that I could work out when I, at the gym that was right across the street from mm. my little apartment. I mm -hmm. could go down and walk across the street and boom, I was at the gym. And it was nice because everyone else in my apartment seemed to already have six packs and <laughs> 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 they already seemed to be in shape. So it Good was motivation. Yeah, it was really me just in there by myself a lot. And, and I found it to be very therapeutic before I started actually even going to school at Full Sail. Mm. I was like, okay, well, instead of just wasting my time sitting here on the couch, I can at least go and exercise and get rid of any anxieties or any kind of, you know, just things that were building up inside of me. Mm -hmm. So that was really, really nice. And I, 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 if I remember correctly, I had almost a month. I, I wouldn't say it was a full month, but I definitely had at least two full weeks to myself before, before classes, classes started. started. Okay. And Full sale at the time, and I mean, Full sale has been around since I want to say like the 90s, you know, I mean, I'm sure 99, maybe 98, yeah. I think are some of the first classes. And it was a recording studio back or recording school back then. Mm -hmm. And they've they slowly by the time I reached it in 2005, four, mm -hmm. somewhere around five, I forget, yeah, five, um, they had already built a completely like a digital media they had video games they had all these other things and so it wasn't just a community of people that were just doing what I was going to go do right so but I didn't know that really I just kind of knew that it was a big school for the media okay media arts or whatever technical stuff <sighs> and <laughs> anxiety is an interesting thing right mm -hmm. it, it comes in different forms and and Going to school the first day as a 20, I don't know, I was like 24 at the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was interesting because I was about to step foot into school again and had to try to succeed this time as yeah. opposed to just going there. Kind of skating through. Well, I'd always just gone to school to find friends mm -hmm. in high school, in, call, in my little Community bit of universities mm -hmm. that I did go to. Yeah, I didn't use it to go learn. I used it to go be social. Mm -hmm. And and I was this I was a social butterfly. I was also um I I think I always kind of and I said this in the last one, I always like felt that I wanted to be a lot of people. And so I, I did hang out with a bunch of different different people yeah. in high school and colleges and so I don't even know if I really found myself. And so going to full sale, I had a chance to just kind of be me for a minute mm -hmm. i didn't have to live up to oh there's phil who hangs out with this group of people who always do this mm -hmm. or, you know there wasn't an x y and z it was a here's a well it was a fresh start it was you'd left everything behind you didn't know anybody yeah you were completely starting over so you really got to reinvent yourself it was yeah and and that uh, to me was the best part mm -hmm. you know that was the reinvention gave me my first chance to say, okay, well, let, let me shed a little bit of my past and whatever mistakes I did make, mm -hmm. maybe I won't make them all <laughs> again. <laughs> again. Yeah. And I didn't. There was a lot of mistakes that I did leave in the past. Um, unfortunately, they're like life and like we are humans. <laughs> I uh, didn't leave them all. Yeah. And so here I am, 24-ish and... There was a weird also um, 
when I worked at Hooters, mm-hmm. I almost lost out on what like everything around me. Like I didn't know music. I only knew my small music that I liked. Right. I really didn't know what was happening culturally, like in the sense that I didn't know who was popular. I didn't really know what was popular because mm-hmm. I had just gone into this bubble right. of drinking, abusing drugs, and just living this party life in Hooter er, in San Antonio. Well, addiction will do that to you. Yeah, you know it. It all you can think about is how and when and where. To yeah. get your next fix or your next drink or yeah. whatever the case may be. I don't even remember what gas prices. I one day I, I went to a gas pump and I was like, oh my gosh! Like the last time I remember gas, it was like a dollar. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like a dollar. I don't even know. Let's just say twenty five. And mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. You know, like, <laughs> but it, I did lose out on all the time. So going back to school, I I was like kind of nervous more about that like social interactions that yeah because you wouldn't know what people were talking about or well and i was older too so Mm -hmm. like i was going to be like what oh i love rancid and they're gonna be like who's rancid old man (laughs) (laughs) like who's no effects Uh i'll be like oh great but i was so impressed like i well okay so full sale i didn't go right into whatever my show production degree was uh-huh. right at first i actually had to go into like these general ed classes yeah. that were like it was cool because i got a chance to truly get to engage with so many different people that's awesome and like the first day i met two three i definitely met one person that i still talk to to this day lucas no uh-huh. actually i didn't meet lucas till a long time and our that story is completely cool too mm-hmm. but um, we'll get there yeah the person that i still talk to this day and we've it's fun because she's gone through ups and downs in her life and she's you know married and has kids now and it's awesome and now i'm married and i have kids and it's awesome or mm. kid yeah a kid <laughs> well, and these fur babies <laughs> yeah um but yeah I've, I've known kelly now for i'm geez going on 16 years or something wow. like that, you know mm-hmm. and and it's cool because there's been moments where we haven't talked in years and stuff and then all of a sudden we talk mm-hmm. so it was a really really cool experience to go into this new environment just be myself as much as i could possibly be without trying to like over impress because i knew that all i wanted to do was really go to school right i wanted to be on tour and focus and this is what they told me they said if you show up and go to school and get good grades because i didn't know how the road worked i was like oh like they're going to like obviously someone out on the road is going to read my report card maybe <laughs> my report card <laughs> um <laughs> no so far from that but that was my mentality i was like okay well i have to come here every day and i have to be on time and i have to stay after and ask the questions mm-hmm. and so these first few months were filled with um really like a bunch of just like general knowledge of everything from like tesla to how video games work right and we got to like put our hands on all this really cool stuff and we got to do things and and it was very educational to me because for the first time in my life i was like oh wow this is kind of cool you were paying attention for the first time yeah like i was like it wasn't you know math equations that i really didn't think i would use which i ended up using Using. yeah (laughs) funny how that happens um or just history that didn't I wasn't interested in. And I think it was something that was really cool. And, I, and I've always now, or I should say now I'm a bigger fan of these schools that really just produce one item, mm-hmm. you know, maybe a mechanic or a welding school or mm-hmm. something like that. Because I feel that people tend, some people tend to just do better in that environment. Right. They don't need to know what you know, year this happened or blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Now you'll learn that over time, I think, if it starts to interest you. But forcing it is never going to work. And mm-hmm. so full sale was cool in that, you know, they showed me a lot of different things that opened my eyes to a lot of different worlds and a lot of different people. And and that that's what the general, those general few months were. Now, cool. in there, though, I met people. Of course. <laughs> and with that comes having fun, you know. And, mm-hmm. and so some people were younger, some people were older. But what we, we did find was that we went to school we we worked really hard, but then we got to play hard, mm-hmm. and that was kind of the cool part to this whole thing. And I mean, you earned it if you were working hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like the first um, reward system that I had ever kind of 
been a part of where I was like, oh, if I do good or if I go to class all day or if I, you know, just go and show up and do something, then I feel like going and having a beer. And all of a sudden I was like able to just go have a beer with some people. And mm-hmm. and then we all got to like engage with each other and learn and, and different cultures. And it was my first real experience of meeting people that weren't just from the same area. Yeah. Because like living in San Antonio, there was a lot of people that came from El Paso or right. Houston or... But still mostly Texas. They were mostly Texans. And, and th- I loved it. It was awesome. But here I am in Florida mm-hmm. and here I am hanging out with a guy from Philly, you know, and he's telling me about his dad's cheesecake mm-hmm. or not cheesecake. Cheese steak. Cheesecake. <laughs> I do like cheesecake. You, that is your favorite. Um, he's telling me about his dad's cheesecake, pl- <laughs> cheesesteak place. And, <laughs> you know, then here's Kelly. She's telling me about her family from, I, I want to say it was like North Carolina. No, I'm going to have that wrong. North Carolina. Yeah, maybe it was North Carolina. Mm. Charlotte. Okay. Whatever. Um, and then we, I meet this guy like Nike and he's from like, finland or something like that you know so all of a sudden i was given culture in yeah in a sense like oh wow like you don't just love texas brisket right there are (laughs) other things or you don't drink shiner bach you drink yingling Mm -hmm. and and so then meeting these people and then through them i met a a friend that i still talk to to this day also and her name's angela Mm. and it's just been really really cool because having those first moments started to open my brain to, okay, this is what I do want to do. I want to engage with people. I want to see the world. I want to, and it made me want to go even harder. Mm -hmm. So at Full Sail, they had all these, um, I guess like any college, they had like perfect attendance and all these awards. And so right off the bat, I told myself, okay, well, I, I, I don't know what any of this means once I graduate because Mm -hmm. I just don't understand this industry. But what I can do is I can try to make myself as uh, sellable as possible. Uh Yeah, And I think one of the qualities that I learned from that was accountability, Mm. showing up every day, Mm -hmm. even if it sucks. Now... There is always like the, well, I have the flu (laughs) or I have a stomach bug. And for 13 months, though, I really stayed pretty healthy. So I was able to accomplish a lot of really cool things. But that accountability was probably the highest thing that Mm -hmm. I've learned over the years is is that. Gotcha. And I held it through. I still do it today, obviously, because... You know, I woke up this morning at 4 a.m. and 4.15 and Mm -hmm. worked out and then I rode and accountability. It stinks. Mm -hmm. It stinks. It stinks sometimes. But that's how I I feel that you continually move forward in life. Absolutely. So the first three months were all these gen ed classes. And I think even at the third month, some of us started to go to different are different ways mm-hmm. because some people I think were like I think Angela was a couple months ahead of us so then we didn't see her as much because it was a 24-hour school too oh okay that's <laughs> so interesting you would go to school let's say 9 a.m to 5 p.m there was your general classes okay and that's where you would sit inside and you would write and read and watch all the things and there was some hands-off hands-on stuff then mm-hmm. but really all the hands-on stuff happened post five o'clock in your specialty classes yeah. yeah and so well actually even in some of these gen ed classes we still had to show up to do labs oh okay and there were some of them were just very g- generic basic things but what it did is it broke us down into smaller groups mm-hmm. teams and so you got to learn how to work in smaller groups and and i had never done that because i rarely showed up to any class <laughs> prior <True>. to <laughs> and in high school i was like uh you know i was on like this i don't even remember I remember just going to the counselor at the time. They're like, well, what college do you want to go to? I was like, college? I don't want to go. <laughs> don't want to go. I want to like drive fast cars and ride my dirt bike all day. Mm-hmm. I want to be a NASCAR driver. <laughs> I remember they just like laughed at me. They're like, oh, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so it, here I am now. I'm trying. I'm showing up every day. And now I have to do these like labs with people. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like. Being a little older gave me, I think, a little bit of confidence, but it was still nerve wracking to like be like in these small groups and 
and then be in these small groups at 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I still have to show up the next day for school at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was all in four-hour blocks, too. So, you know, I think in the general, in the GA side, you know, it might have been like two-hour labs. But still, you still had to show up at 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. You had to turn around and go to bed and then figure out how to wake up. And sure, there was the group that probably partied through the night. And, right. And I didn't really see it until I became a, a lab instructor, mm-hmm. but I definitely knew that there was a party scene to be had. I mean, it's central Florida. Right. <laughs> there's, of course. There's Disney there. <laughs> <laughs> All the things. And um, but, so I would show up, I would do all the things and it was awesome. I got through my general education classes there. Like I felt like, okay, I can do this. This mm-hmm. is going to be not easy, but I had like this, awesome sense of like I can do this well I mean I think you know you've what it's sounding to me like is you finished that first semester of gen ed classes and you've realized that you are able to set a goal for yourself push yourself to meet that goal and then you realize the rewarding feeling of being able to accomplish something Mm -hmm. that you weren't sure you were going to be able to accomplish Mm mm-hmm yeah. And that that goal setting was something that I had never done before either. Mm-hmm. So I think I think accomplishing goals is something that probably started there. I didn't really think about it until you brought it up right mm-hmm. now. And I think it was something too to be said is I didn't set myself up for like unrealistic goals. Right. I just was like, okay, well let's just get through today. And I didn't, I probably never even said those things. I just had a feeling like, okay, well, if I can go to class the first day and mm-hmm. open my book and sit down and not pee my pants and make a scene. And yeah. <laughs> then you're going to be fine. Then I'll be fine. And, and, it, and I was, and, and that I, I will hold true to, I darn near everything that I mm-hmm. do nowadays. It's like, okay, well, the first day is going to be hard. The first day of this podcast. I mean, I, I go back and I watch some of the old episodes or I just have them on the background sometimes because mm-hmm. it is interesting to judge myself. I mean, not I, judge. You're more like evaluating. I can call it judging because there's a lot of stuff that I can listen to and say, wow, I need to clean that up and mm-hmm. I should have done that a little bit better. Or, And it's not a bad judging. It's not like I'm like, being down on myself it's just saying okay well yeah okay fine i'm evaluating myself yeah but i'm evaluating myself in the realest way possible so it's like a performance evaluation i don't know if you ever had to do those for work but at some jobs that i've had you know at the end of the year you have a performance evaluation and you have to figure out filling out this form like where you succeeded where you failed how you could have done better yeah and all that kind of stuff i've never had to fill one out uh as a, an official fill out, but mm-hmm. I used to have a meeting with one of my bosses via phone every year, once a year. And I'd be mm-hmm. like, all right, so I think I did really good with this. I totally sucked at this. I can get <laughs> and better I will at work this. on that. <laughs> um, yeah. And it, I, I, I will say though that, yeah, by the, by looking back at stuff, you know, it does help you move forward. For sure. So you have finished your gen ed classes and this is when you start your specialty classes yeah and it to me um then it's a giant uh facility too mm-hmm. at the and i don't even know what it looks like now I, I used to go back on tour every once in a while and it was only getting bigger and bigger and bigger so when i went there there was one two three there was like four main buildings and the general stuff happened in you know, let's just say building D. Okay. Because it they could house more people there. Yeah. I think it was like an ex supermarket. Gotcha. So it just lots of room and they just put up walls and Okay. And there's the there's a little bit of anxiety there again because it's like here I am moving in. It's almost like high school. You're a mm-hmm. freshman and you're stuck in this back corner. No one really pays attention to you. You walk by kids that are holding you know, you can see the books and their their hands that are of advanced uh-huh. learning and stuff like that. So you're like, okay, whoa, those those kids are cool. Or they're in a lab with all these sparkling lights mm-hmm. and knobs to turn, and 
and you're like, oh man, I just want to be there. But then when you are there, you're like, oh gosh, now I'm going into these rooms. Yeah. <laughs> so there was a little bit of anxiety because now we were going from, like I said, uh, D mm-hmm. to C now. Mm-hmm. And C building was, you know, like your junior, no, what's the next? Freshman, sophomore, sophomore. year. Mm-hmm. So there I am. I'm like, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. And... I'm standing outside the class and I'm like the first one there because I want to be on time. Love <laughs> so it. I'm like, you know, me, I'm like, all right, I got to go find a good parking space and, mm. and I don't want to be late. So I need to, you know, time it out. And I'm pretty sure I walked it like one day on like smart before I even had to go there. I love it. And uh, so there I am. And all of a sudden, like, you know, here comes more people and they start and it's no one that was in my, uh, maybe there was like two people that I recognized from my general education class. Because mm-hmm. it was like 100 people, 120 people in that. And I'm like, okay, well, they look friendly. They look friendly. And and we all look different. You know, it's none of us are any, no one has tattoos really at this mm-hmm. point. It's kind of, you know, there's like maybe one or two people that have like small ones on their, you know, inner arms and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is kind of weird. And, and then people start introducing themselves and and all of a sudden i realized that all these people mm-hmm. kind of had an understanding of what a show took ah. <laughs> to, to put like get put on so did you feel like you were already behind I, I didn't feel behind but all of a sudden i was like oh wow i am in a whole different class of people that yeah are already like they're serious. Above. Yeah. So like it was another moment where it, where it was like, okay, I have to come in here and I have to ask all the questions because mm-hmm. I've never been the person that raised my hand up until this point that was like, um, I don't really agree with this or I don't know, understand this because I was always embarrassed to be the one that didn't understand. Everyone else around me understood. So I didn't want to be. It's so funny, but I'm sure everybody else around you didn't understand. Uh-huh. They were just thinking the same thing. Sorry, you're just a little off. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to argue with you about this. So. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just adjusted her mic. If- I was talking like my mouth is on it. It has been the whole time, so I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> okay, go on. What I was going to say is you may have thought everybody else knew yeah. everything and what was going on and it guaranteed was more likely that they felt the same way as you and they didn't want to be the person who looked stupid because they asked a question that seemed like a dumb question for sure and looking back at high school though it was just terrifying to ever ask a question i don't Mm -hmm. know why i just i maybe it was because i was the only child and i just really craved attention or Mm -hmm. maybe i craved to be accepted so to me it was like well if I'm not uh, asking a question or if I'm or if I am asking a question, then I'm going to be looked at. So maybe I just stay quiet and then I'll just mm-hmm. go hang out with everybody afterwards and be fine. Mm-hmm. So I still had a little bit of that in my life, like as I got to Full sale, But seeing what I had to do, though, I knew I was like, OK, well, I really, really have to push myself. And then when I met all these people, it was like, well, now I really, really have to push myself. Mm-hmm. And some of them were, you, you know, like came from the circus. Some of them worked at churches. Some of them were in bands. I mean, it was like this whole demographic of different people that mm-hmm. just all wanted to then tour <laughs> or be in some sort of production or get better at their skill that they already knew. And I was right. like, oh, my gosh, I used to just flip wings like a week ago <laughs> or like a few months ago. Like, what in the F am I doing here? Right. Um, and so it was a small class, which was awesome though. Mm -hmm. So I went from a hundred plus people to 12, 10 people. Yeah. So all of a sudden, instantly we became family though. Right. It was one of those moments where it was like, even though you might know more than me, or even though you look nothing like me or whatever, we're in this together. So we should all figure it out together. And right off the bat, they did little exercises that made you become a team. Right. So first day I walk into this classroom and we have this guy named Wynn and he was awesome. He was a great teacher. I think now he's like in like the recruiting, you know, he's like Mm -hmm. an upper person up and over there in the world. And he just went through everything so smoothly. And it was funny. He was just, you know, like he was talking about a show, like the different aspects. Oh, there's lighting, there's video, there's Mm -hmm. audio. 
And the first day was kind of like a general, like it would be anywhere. Oh, what's your name? Where are you from? Why do you mm-hmm. want to be in here? And and who knows what I said? I probably was like, oh, because I want tattoos and I want to travel the world on a bus. Yeah, and probably. Yeah. Who knows what I said? Um, but <laughs> the next day when we started to get into stuff, I, I'll always remember this one specific part really funny. Um, so the microphones use a cable, right? Yeah. And the cable transfers an electronic, you know, freaking thing through the cable and it does this thing and all these things and <laughs> yada yada that was yada. a really good description <laughs> it does this thing and all these things and transfers things <laughs> uh electrons or whatever mm-hmm. but my my point wasn't about the cable what it does but he started to use terminology in the industry okay that i was like i literally felt like that right now like he was saying stuff and all that i was hearing was these things and these things mm-hmm. and and because he didn't know what those words meant yeah yeah and and to me i was like whoa hold on i just thought that you know i was gonna learn where to like play stuff or do and and but that was part of it though yeah because you have but to it was know so much more in and, depth oh yeah and and he says and these the microphone cables are called xlrs mm. and um i remember writing xlr on the paper <laughs> and then he was like all right and there's three pins and there's like a one a two and a three and each pin represents a you know a specific thing a hot a neutral and then a ground and i was like i wrote those down and then i was like and uh, the pins are if you're watching they're in this part that connects to yeah, the in microphone this, in right this housing here mm-hmm. that you know and it's i was going to talk about that later i was thinking about how i was going to do this and mm-hmm. so the thing of a bobs and the thing of a bobs yeah and, um and i've never been a technical person per se so to me even when i toured i was it was better for me sometimes to use just generic terms because i never knew what the person working next to me knew because sometimes mm-hmm. we had local stagehands i've talked about this before right and those people though i can explain it to myself real well or or sometimes fast or i can explain it to another roadie or another audio guy some of these people are just general laborers and they right don't know what a, they just know that this is a cable right to them it could be a freaking extension cord at their house right so that's how i was when i first learned and so to so i can always think back to that moment and and i remember raising my hand and this is one of those moments where it was like okay i'm about to make a fool out of myself but here goes that first question mm-hmm. and i raised my hand i was like uh does like pin one like represent x <laughs> <laughs> or you know r or l and it's a good question i think it was a really fair question now it, i'm sure some people chuckled at it because if they had been in the industry they would have known that xlr only stands for nothing <laughs> actually mm. i think someone told me one time or tried to tell me one time it stands for exchanging line receptacle but I've looked it up a few times and sure there's some people who Something like will that. claim it, but nah. uh, it's really about the housing, I mm. believe is what the official official thing is, but mm-hmm. whatever, who cares? <laughs> um, but the question though is what I cared about because to me, I was trying to excel. Right. I was really, really trying to excel. So I was taking notes on everything. I figured that these notes would travel around the world with me eventually. Like mm-hmm. I was, I was like, okay, well here's my, here's my like audio Bible I'm creating for myself in a way, like my library to everything. Well, I think in addition to what you just said to me, what really resonates with that statement is for the first time, maybe ever, or in a very long time, you decided to risk how you were going to look in front of other people in order to learn. And you hadn't been willing to do that previously because, like you said before, attention and being cool and meeting the right people and hanging out with the cool kids was the most important thing to you. So you were growing up in a sense because you were willing to put that part of you at risk in order to better yourself. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I was willing to sacrifice my image 100% mm-hmm. for the first time and it's hard. I I I can I can that memory is burnt into my vision of how I felt, how I was sitting in the class, I remember I can remember the windows. I, I can almost remember where I was like where everybody was sitting around mm-hmm. me too. And yeah, it was 
And Wynn was such a good person, too, because he was like, uh, they don't represent anything. Like, mm-hmm. if anything, the the numbers correspond to the what it's doing with the hot neutral and ground. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so we don't need to know XLR? I mean, I, it, I spent a hot minute on it because I was... I was really trying to place myself like, okay, well, what happens in the future when someone asks me about an XLR? Mm-hmm. Come to find like, out, what do you need to that know? The least amount of my worries was what the XLR was called or things like that. It was, can you fix it if it's broken, or yeah. can you go grab the right length just by looking into a box? Mm. Which I found later on in life, but at that one moment, I was like, well. If I'm going to be successful on a tour, then I should know everything about all this stuff. Uh-huh. So that was the first moment that I really started to ask questions. And accountability, though, I was holding myself to a different standard now, too. Mm-hmm. I was really, 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 really holding myself to a higher standard of trying to learn because mm-hmm. I'm not the smartest person. I think I got like a, <laughs> I'm, I, and this is no joke, I think I got like an eight. 50 or 900 on my SAT because I just didn't care. Well, I, and that, that has nothing to do with how intelligent you are. You know, I mean, yeah. not everybody is going to be great at standardized testing. No, and, and I'm not using that as like a, I'm just saying that that's how much I cared about school when I went. Right. So now I was on the opposite side of the fence. I wanted to be the nerd. <laughs> wanted to be the nerd. And I say nerd in the sense that that's how I, th- I looked at myself for a moment in time. I was like, okay, well, I've only known the, the studious people to be called this, so I might as well be calling myself a nerd because mm-hmm. I want to learn it all. And so when in that class was amazing, and I made really good friends in there. I met a guy named Steve that I still talk to to this day. Um, and then there's, a, like I said, 10 other people that uh, I think a few of us follow each other on Facebook and, you know, like, like each other's photos from time to time. Mm-hmm. But Overall, we've all gone our separate ways, but Steve and I ended up working for the same company. Okay. Not at the same time, but different times. Um, and then the classes started to progressively get harder. Yeah. And, you know, like anything in, in life, mm-hmm. as you start to move up, you start to realize that, you know, the easy stuff clearly was at the beginning. Right. But since I'd been showing up, since I'd been going through the questions and asking the right questions and doing all the things, by the time I got to the next class, I was already... I was already learning and I was already being able to accomplish a signal flow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I say signal flow in the sense that, well, you know, yeah, I could hook up a microphone and then I could plug it in and then I could run that cable to a, a an audio console or some mm-hmm. sort of, you know, like breaker split out where it would go to multiple consoles. And I could visually see these paths now in my brain. Um. Which which was really interesting because, like, I was I was operating at a different level. I wasn't drinking yeah. <laughs> yet. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, but I mean, and I say yet because like I was having a beer or two, you know. Like, right. You weren't going out and raging, but you, uh, of course, you were operating at a different level. Your brain was being used in a different way, and you were becoming hungry for knowledge yeah. versus just for things that weren't good for you well i saw a pay i saw a payday and that was like the one thing that i've always had was i've always had a job Mm -hmm. and so being in school was really hard for me because i didn't have a job i just would go home so my job was to your job was to study to study and Mm -hmm. to learn and so i took that serious because i was like well if if i don't do good and this is just being reiterated if i don't do good then no one's gonna hire me to go on tour right and i have to get all these like accolades and all this stuff and and if i don't get that then i'll never get on this bus and then i'll never Mm -hmm. get a paycheck and and i was hearing the stories you know like there was a there everyone talks you know so it's like i was hearing these stories of like how much you could make on the road and Uh what you know so it's like oh wow like i've always had a number in my mind that i was like whoa if i could ever make that in life that would be amazing yeah so there was drive and there was a different drive in me and it was really cool to be a part of all these different courses because they pushed me to do different things Mm -hmm. and and one interesting thing that came out of it and i still think about it to this day um i had a lab instructor his name was kenny Mm -hmm. and when and his class was advanced show production okay so you know, we can fast forward through some of this. It's as I stepped up through these different courses, some were lighting, some were video, yeah. some were, some were like intros into 
um show production of course so and i'll i actually want to go back to one of those but i just want to touch on one thing that what kenny said to me that really is always like hit me about signal flow because i used mm-hmm. that term earlier he says everything has a signal flow it's not just audio it's not just like it's not you know just video and it's not in this industry mm-hmm. everything has a signal flow in life because like do you wake up in the morning and do you just go make a, a cup of coffee? No, you wake up in the morning, mm-hmm. you have to roll over. There's so many little details to life that mm-hmm. if you skip one, well, then you can't accomplish the other one. Right. And it was really, by the time he told that to me, I was already learning this in a different, in a my own way. So uh-huh. when he said it to me, it was like, just like boom, it was yeah. like, that is exactly what life is. But one person that I'll get to as I get to my other side of this career uh-huh. <laughs> played a giant role. And I still talk to him every day, but he was in one of those gen ed class or not gen ed classes. He was in one of those intro classes uh-huh. and I only spent a small time with him and his name is Brace. And he's always meant so much to me because he truly took time to like show me some really interesting stuff. And I don't... I'm going to say that we kind of hit it off because he's from the Southwest and he knew about like green chili cheeseburgers (laughs) and and he knew about all these things that kind of were home. And Mm -hmm. so we became very like, I would say I attached to him Mm -hmm. more than he attached to me at first because he's kind of a quiet guy. He is. And um, so sweet. He's such a nice guy. And but he always was there to help me, whether it be a simple question of signal flow or whether it be a really, really deep question of like. How do I make this thing that I want to do, do this? And Mm -hmm. he always had these awesome answers. And even into the industry, he was someone that I could call on a day off and be like, hey, I'm having this issue. And he'd be like, Mm -hmm. boom, gotcha. So he became a brother to me and he was always there throughout my career. But one thing that he ended up doing was he ended up leaving and going back to like doing shows Uh away from the school. And so I, I lost him as a mentor and as a, as a teacher, but he set me up for all the next success Gotcha is, is what I was getting at. And so mm-hmm. when I got to Kenny's class, I already had like this really deep understanding of, of how things went in the industry. And it was mm-hmm. because brace took the time. So then when Kenny said that thing about signal flow, it was like, Oh my gosh, this is what life is. This is what this industry is. It's all about doing things in a specific order. Mm hmm. Not because I have OCD. <laughs> it's just because if you miss a step, then... It's like dominoes. Yeah, you're putting yourself at risk of then having to go back and redo that step. Mm-hmm. You know, you always laugh at me because I'm always like, that's inefficient. <laughs> Efficiency I'm is like, absolutely your favorite thing. I'm like, that's inefficient. You're doing that so inefficiently. And I'm not trying to be a jerk. Well, maybe sometimes... Sometimes. <laughs> okay, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not trying to be a jerk. Sometimes it comes out <laughs> jerkish. Agree to disagree, uh, okay. <laughs> but I, I will I will say this: I'm not trying. Okay, I, it might come off that mm-hmm. way. Ugh. Ugh. Um, so all these courses were just so cool to me mm-hmm. because I was like, "This is what this industry is about." Like then it then I could go back and I could think back to my first concert mm-hmm. and be like, "Holy cow!" Now I can see it. Now I can envision all these different places at a show. Mm-hmm. I can all see- the different jobs that the people had all the people you don't see because you're paying attention to the artist but they're running around actually making the show possible while it's happening oh my gosh it was it was so enlightening and so cool to be a part of learning it and watching myself in like just explode with joy because Mm -hmm. it was like wow i really really do like this industry and i liked it for a different reason now yeah because I'm not big on music. I'm not big on a lot of things. And and I said earlier that at this point, I'd kind of <laughs> missed out on a like culture, pop culture and right. all this stuff. So mm-hmm. to me, I was just like, I just want to be in this because it just looks like a fun industry. Mm-hmm. It was troubleshooting in my mind. It was problem solving. Mm-hmm. It was puzzle piecing together. It was everything. And then, then there was a little bit of danger involved too yeah. because you're, you know, you're like, you're flying thousands of pounds above people's heads. And mm-hmm. and we even had like a whole 
you know, section of safety and stuff like that. And you're watching these right. shows that had fallen and, and it was like, whoa, this is so like that sucks. This is so cool. Mm-hmm. And then we would learn and then right. we would go put our hands on stuff. And, and so to full sail, kudos to them for putting together a cool program. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been in many arguments with people over the years that it's a joke school and da 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 and only the people that come out of there, you know, like they don't, they're not as good as us in the industry have been here forever. There are a lot of those people. <laughs> there are a whole lot of those people that didn't try. They showed up. Well, thinking, that's the thi- that's the key right there. You just said it. That's not the school's fault. Exactly. The, but, the school is there to yeah. give you the tools that you're going to need. It's up to you mm-hmm. if you're going to learn how to use them. You are completely right. The only thing that made that gave, I think, the school a really bad name was people would come out and try to jump 10 positions. Yeah, but that's not the school's <laughs> fault either. <laughs> it, it, I'm not saying it's the school's fault. What I'm saying is, though, that that's been part of the bad stigma around the school is that the people, some of the people that have come out have just said then they're like oh well i already know how to do all this stuff well you don't right <laughs> you know how to do certain parts of it and that's and it was a big overview and that's what i i like to tell people like yeah if you want to get in the industry and they're like how i'm like well you can do it one of two ways mm-hmm. you can either go to your local union or find a local company mm-hmm. and work your way up learn how to run cables learn mm-hmm. the terminology learn how to solder learn how to do all these things right or you can pay now and, and go, go to, to school. Belmont mm-hmm. or you can go to M, you know, MTSU. You can go mm-hmm. to Full Sail. There's a bunch of programs Or now. the Art Institute. I mean, yeah, there's, there's a whole bunch oh. of And now there's like programs. private ones too that people mm-hmm. teach and stuff. So there's a whole different world. And I think that now now that people are seeing that there have been strong people that came out of Full Sail, it, it, it started to open up a different realm. Mm-hmm. Like people are like, oh, okay, fine, whatever. But at the time, yeah, like it was very, very, very uh, looked down on, I mm. should say. But that, that's later on in the story. <laughs> um, I just, I was blown away by how much I started to love the industry. Though. Mm-hmm. And it really started to boil down to when I got into Kenny's class with advanced show production. Um, there was rumors of this guy named John and he was a big time honor engineer for mm-hmm. the likes of like Guns and Ro- or Axl Rose and mm. uh, Billy Corgan and Marilyn Manson's and I mean like all these giant names in the industry. Billy That's, Corgan with Smashing Pumpkins, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Smashing Pumpkin. And I, I'm pretty sure it was Smashing Pumpkins at the time back then. Mm-hmm. You know, so. mm-hmm. um, and Man, they used to be so good. <laughs> well, the one thing about I think a lot of colleges is there's that whole like well, if you can't do, you teach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So up until this point, I'd only really met a couple people in this bit in Full Sail that had really gone and done giant stuff. Yeah. And I and I say giant by like the U2s or the right. Bon Jovi's of the world. Everyone else was kind of like, oh, yeah, I ran a local sound company. or Not that they didn't know their stuff. They knew their stuff really well. Just Yeah. It's just a different level of difficulty. So when I heard of this guy, John, I was like, ooh. I want to meet this guy because that's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I want to be in his shoes one day, you know, like mm-hmm. touring the world on a bus. He's not even here. Look how cool he is. He's not here. Right. <laughs> and so all of a sudden though, though I was like challenging myself and I was, I was stepping away from some culture and, and going into a different culture and some, uh, substance you know like i was stepping obviously away from abusing one substance Uh but one thing i started to obsess about was this idea of travel and being gone yeah and i think that later on that was a detriment to me because it turned out that that is what ruined a lot of relationships Mm -hmm. and that's what tore me apart but all of a sudden i realized that 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 i'm looking or i'm about ready to meet a guy who's doing exactly what i want to do mm-hmm. so i i became really attached to to john as a as a as a person and like kind of like a and i don't know how to say this but like uh, as just someone like that you look up to i was like oh my For gosh sure. like this guy is exactly who i want to be and so so as i went through advanced show production i think that was my first real take on like monitor engineering and mm-hmm. stage patching and all the things that I ended up eventually doing in my career. 
and John being the like the you know and he was kind of like the god of full sail you know yeah. like everybody said talked about him there was another guy named pugsley that were like they were out on the big stuff right and they worked for uh, i'm pretty sure shoko okay. which then became claire well one of them worked for md which is a company out of nashville which is now claire uh-huh. the company i worked for and so mm-hmm. it was like oh my gosh they're doing it. They're at the company. And and, and Claire, for, I'd never heard of this company, but I'd seen their shows growing up. I'd right. seen The Stones. I'd seen U2. I'd seen these giant shows that they'd put on. And uh, now I'm about to meet people who work for this company. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, well, maybe they can give me tips on how to work for this company. <laughs> mm-hmm. So as I advanced in Full Sail, I started to meet people who were at the top of their games because they would bring people in to do discussions and mm-hmm. bring people into excuse me. they'd bring people to show us like how consoles work and just give guest speeches which universities do a lot and, yeah mm-hmm. and it was just so cool i was like this is awesome and i was really enjoying it so one thing that i never did was i never missed a day i like it's awesome i, I never in a whole year of going to school there i ended up getting like perfect attendance wow but I, I never missed a lab. I never missed a class. Good and it was, for you. That is not easy. <laughs> it wasn't. Well, especially being someone who loved to, you know, like rage all night. and Right. <laughs> like, I can't say that I've, I've always been a healthy person. But here I was being healthy for the first time in my life in multiple ways. Yeah. And, and so. You did a lot of growing up in that year, for that, sure. It, well, I did a lot of growing up and I also did a lot of, I mean, there's two sides to me going through full sale. There was. <laughs> As I approached the end, I did allow myself to start creating an unhealthy lifestyle again because mm-hmm. I started to drink again. I started to party again. I started to fall into things that allowed me that because I was suddenly able to hang out with the cool kids or I was mm-hmm. suddenly able to um, go and party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of that stuff is dangerous if you allow yourself yeah. to get back into it. And yeah. so. Though I was doing great in the school, I still all of a sudden found myself right back into mm. some old habits. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I ended up going through Full Sail. I met some amazing people. I, oh, how do I even say this? I mean, like I pushed myself to a place that I never thought I could get to. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really cool. And I know that there's so many other little stories inside of this that I'm probably missing, but mm-hmm. the biggest thing that I took from going to Full Sail was that I could do it. Yeah. So I remember standing on that stage at the very end, and we ended up having to put on a show and do all these like things. Like it's almost like Top Chef. Ah, when okay. You, like <laughs> I, it wasn't Restaurant Wars, but I had to. We had, ended up having to like get a band, and we ended up having to put you know like from. A to B, load in to load out. Mm-hmm. We had to do. Well, it was sort of like your thesis project. It was like, okay, yeah, I never... prove to us that you actually learned yeah. how to be able to do this from start to finish. Yeah. So that when you go out into the real world and get a job in audio, you're going to be able to do your job that we have been trying to teach you how to do. Yeah. And <clears throat> so I, I say that no one cares about an education in on the road. I, I, take that back just a touch because they may not care about talking about where you got your education but they care that you know what you're doing well for instance claire Mm -hmm. they have a roadie program right Mm -hmm. but to get into the roadie program you have to prove certain qualities Mm. and so going through full sale kind of gets you to at least your foot in the door Mm -hmm. like okay well you might know some stuff that we could use and each person's looked at, I think, in a little bit different light, too, because you can't look at everybody and say, this guy is going to be the next best monitor engineer mm-hmm. or this guy is going to be the best SE. You ha- kind of have to like be like, well, this guy has some really good qualities with computers. Mm-hmm. And now that the company's giant, you know, they have to fill so many different spots. It's not just filling a dude that, you know, it's not just filling a spot for a guy or girl that's mm-hmm. going to put up speakers. Right. So... Going through that, we'll call it a thesis project, mm-hmm. we had to put on a show. And, and part of that was like, wow, when we were done and it was all said and done, it was like, cool, we can do this. And mm-hmm. it is possible, even though it's like in a very controlled environment. Still. Still, we did it. Yeah. <laughs> so going through Full Sail was really cool because I was able to finally see so much of my future. Right. And 
I've always been a dreamer. Mm-hmm. I have a wild imagination. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I would just picture myself every day being out on a tour. Just that's all I could picture. Mm-hmm. Now, the other side to this full sale story was I ended up, I did end up getting a job mm-hmm. when I was in full sale, mm-hmm. <laughs> which the, to me was really really cool because it wasn't just a job like i didn't go just work at a bar right i didn't go just it was within your specialty it was mm-hmm. and it was because of my friend angela oh. and so i i could have told the story simultaneously or so, mm-hmm. but the full sale side was really cool mm-hmm. it was my intro mm-hmm. the other side to it was i had this like boss mentor that pushed me even harder mm-hmm. <laughs> because he was you know, he ran an audio company from Central Florida. So right. he had a lot of experience with full sale students. Mm-hmm. And he would always be like, oh, they're jerks. <laughs> oh, they don't. All they want to do is stand behind the console. All they want mm-hmm. to do is stand behind the lighting console. All in, And he would just rail that into me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what do I have to do different? He's like, help me stack speakers. Help me run yeah. cables. Help me do anything other than stand behind that console because I already have a guy that does that. Right. And it was a small company. So it wasn't like there was 40 guys that worked here. It was like two, there was a wood shop guy that also did shows. And then there was a main audio guy. Mm-hmm. And then the boss also did shows. Wow. And so those gen ed classes were three months, right? Mm-hmm. On the fourth month, I started that intro class with okay. Wynn. I didn't know what an XLR was, mm-hmm. <laughs> but Angela one day, it was like 4th of July. So maybe it was the fifth month. I have to do the math, but it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It was the 4th of July and she had texted or called me and said, Hey, I have this uh, friend that I've met that needs help doing a show. Uh huh. Do you want to be a part of it? And I was like, uh, sure. Yeah. I don't know what I'm <laughs> she doing, was but like, yeah. <laughs> uh, she was like, well, it's not paid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, but think of it as an internship gets your foot in the door. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll sign up for it. And, uh, if you've ever been in Florida in July, it's hot. <laughs> yeah. Brutal. <laughs> but this is why schools are so funny. And this is why real life is so much funnier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, like in school, I was writing all these notes and how to do certain things. Well, mm-hmm. they even had kind of like a well, when you go to a show, make sure you wear long pants and a long black shirt and, you know, you fit You need the... to be in your show blacks. <laughs> yeah, you need to be in your show blacks and make sure to wear, like, uh, work boots and all, you know, like, this whole laundry list of things. And so I was like, okay, well, I have a little bit of money left. Like, I'll go get a couple items for this show mm-hmm. that I'm going to go do. So I show up downtown Orlando on this uh, street that they always did shows on, come to find out, mm-hmm. called Wall Street. And Kelly had a mobile stage. And Kelly was the owner Kelly of the company. Kelly was the owner, yeah. It was mm-hmm. all in production services. And I didn't know Kelly then. I didn't know any person other than Angela. And so uh-huh. we get there and he's like, laughs, basically. Like, in my, <laughs> like you, he's like, you're like, what? This is what they said I have to wear. <laughs> well, exactly. He's like, oh, gosh, you're a full sale kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Which it ended up being the best thing for me because his like comedy about me going to full sale mm-hmm. pushed me to not be the typical f- the typical mm-hmm. full sale student. Mm-hmm. So I think in a weird way though I was meeting the Johns and the the you know the braces and all mm-hmm. these other guys in this in this big world I could have potentially gone on my first tour and been that full sale kid. Right. Kelly was the one that like pulled the reins back and leveled me out. Mm-hmm. He's like he gave you the real world experience that you needed exactly. besides the school experience so that you could go out there and yeah. actually perform. And I was still 200 pounds. So I was 200 pounds in all oh black gosh, must in have been Florida. Dying. <laughs> he, I've never seen a man laugh so hard in my life. <laughs> um, but that was like all of a sudden I was like, whoa, that's real. Like I was like, that guy's kind of like kind of a kind of a jerk, but I really, really like him. Mm hmm. And I met a guy named Steven that day and a guy named Brian. And I also met a guy that day named Jeff Kaplan, who um, sadly has passed away. Mm. Which, he was such a great guy. And he was, he was a giant inspiration to me getting tattooed. He was a giant, I mean, like, 
super cool guy and it's so so sad that the industry lost him but um i met all of them that day and i remember they were all just so nice to me even though like i was this dorky little kid or i shouldn't say little kid i was this dorky 24 year old who Mm -hmm. was dressed in all black overweight sweating my brains out they just took me in and they were like look don't don't like assume you know any of this yet yeah let us show you yeah and i was like cool and so they showed me how to put this mobile stage together then they showed me how they stack the speakers and they showed me how they run the cables they mm-hmm. showed, even though i had already kind of slowly done some of this stuff mm-hmm. i just sat back and just absorbed it mm-hmm. i absorbed it all i was like okay so <sighs> sorry I'm, I'm a little choked up because it, it was such a just a cool day mm-hmm. it was it was one of those moments where you're like, wow, like I'm actually now doing something that I want to do. It was kind of like your audio baptism. Yeah. Like I was, I was a new person going into this new life and then I was actually doing this. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that was one of those like kind of scary points in life where when I left San Antonio, getting to Florida you can always like dream and wish that it would just happen tomorrow. Right. But all of a sudden when it did happen, I was like, wow, okay. Here's- oh, it had to be validating because it's like I earned this. Yeah. And it was really cool that he even allowed me to, like it was cool for Angela to vouch for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I must have had some sort of small impact on her showing her that I cared. For sure. And then it was all these little things. And so then when Kelly and Brian and, you know, uh, Steven and Jeff and all the people that day took me in, it was like wow, like, this is really cool. Like, I'm not here getting paid, but this is such a cooler, bigger, awesome thing. Mm -hmm. So I learned a lot that day. And, you know, I got to, I think I even got to, like, push a a button on a lighting console. (laughs) See, at this point, I still didn't, I didn't really know uh, too much about Claire, and I didn't know too much about, like, some of these lighting companies they had said. So I didn't really know where I wanted to be in life. I Mm -hmm. didn't know if I wanted to go do the lights or do the sound mm-hmm. all i knew is that i you still wanted want, to be in show production i still wanted to be on a bus right so i think what we're gonna do is oh, there's so much to this story i know i mean gonna have to do another it's episode gonna have to be a part three but i i do think that it's good because i think this is a great place to leave off because um what kelly did for me next is a giant part to this whole industry story and so i, I don't think awesome. that i like Full sale, yes, there's still so many stories inside of there, but I can tell those stories because a lot of them are just funny. Silly yeah. <laughs> but what Kelly did for me was he he really engaged me as a person and pushed me. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Phil's getting a little choked up, everybody, so just give him a second. <laughs> but what a wonderful uh, thing for well, you to yeah. get to experience, and yeah. then I've seen you do the same thing for others you know you got to pay it forward yeah it was uh yeah <laughs> you're making me get all waterworks <laughs> well, well stop it tell that you joke stop it. <laughs> um no there's there's definitely something about it that you know i'll i'll always love the fact that like my grandma gave me this opportunity right mm-hmm. that's giant there's something really really big about that there's your dad too well my dad too mm-hmm. there's something giant about him showing up and driving me down there mm-hmm. there's something giant about me taking that first step into full sale mm-hmm. but i think if you know i i owe a lot to kelly mm-hmm well, this is a great way to honor him. True. <laughs> so I think what we'll do is... Uh, Pause here for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... I mean, the story's just getting started, which is crazy because... <laughs> we may have four parts, you guys. You never know. <laughs> I, I mean, they're potentially... I, well, I mean, I worked for Kelly for freaking four years or something mm. like that. So, I mean, it was really big. But, well... Let's let's pause here because we okay. do have some stuff to do today and, and we'd really do appreciate everyone's time. So yes. I think what we could do is we could break, definitely break this up into one more session and Perfect. Give, give people's ears a break from me, you know, telling all my 
life story. No. Well, that's why we're here. Um, but we're going to take a second before we end the show and say thank you for showing up for some mm-hmm. midweek, for your midweek treat. Yes. It's it's our midweek treat, too. Absolutely. I love it. I love doing this. I, I know. I love talking. Yes, you do. <laughs> so, I, I mean, to me, this is uh, one of those moments where I definitely love that I get to share these moments with everyone. And, mm-hmm. I, and, and I think that this is, you know, a a good point to say like I'm an open book now. I want to mm-hmm. I want to share my story as much as I can and Yeah. There's a lot of bad to it that I will always talk about. I might not come up right away, but as we tell these stories, I'd love to be able to show the good and the bad and Yeah, right now it's a lot of good. For sure. <laughs> and uh I have to say that this uh soja Yeah, so- that you soja pay- organic so- or soja. something. I don't know. It was pretty good though. So uh, you chose- mine is delicious. <laughs> I am obsessed with this now. You yeah. guys, these are we weren't sure what to have for our bevies today, and I was at the store yesterday and saw these Suja organic drinks, and the one that PK is drinking, it's called Wild Probiotic, and it's like water, lemon, berry, stevia, and cayenne. And the one that I have is water lemon stevia and cayenne so no berry and yeah. mine tastes it's so good it tastes like yeah. spicy lemonade interesting it is delicious i want to like make this on my own <laughs> <laughs> i still will uh i'll say i'll say i i, I dig it yeah i'm not like 100 percent. well you'll have to taste mine when we're done it. before i chug the whole thing because i've been wanting to just like pound it this <laughs> entire time we've been talking but so let's cheers. Yeah. Uh, again, everyone, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for your just your love and support. I've mm-hmm. gotten a few messages over the last couple of weeks that have just really brightened my day. And so all I can say is so much love to all of y'all that take one minute to listen to this or make it all the way to me right now. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> do us a favor, please. Uh, we have some goals, but those are like our personal goals with growing the show. But if you would just do us a giant favor and um, just share, yeah. share the link with someone. If Tell your friends and family about yeah. it. You know, let them know if you're liking it yeah. and see if they're going to like it. Let us know if you like it. Remember at Apple and Spotify, you can rate us. I, I haven't really gone and dove into the other ones too much mm-hmm. yet, but you can go and leave us a um a review mm-hmm. you can also give us a star rating and yeah. all it does is really give other listeners the ability to see what the show's about yeah, so absolutely. you know it's one thing for us to say it but it's another thing for uh listeners and people who are enjoying this to see it uh the etsy store is up yeah uh, go check know, it out this is one of the what is this called a rag raglan that is called a raglan yes yeah. good job basically yeah. it's like um baseball a shirt. baseball tee a three-quarter sleeve yeah. baseball tee. I've got on our beanie. Yep. There's all kinds of things up there, and we'll be releasing more items slowly in the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, so go check it out. By the time this comes out, there will be, uh, so this will be next Wednesday, mm-hmm. or you're listening to this today, Wednesday. <laughs> yes, you're listening to this today. Um, go to our Instagram because we are running yeah, a giveaway from yeah. the store on for a Friday. specialty item. Yep. So go check it out. Friday, we're going to have a big post, so make sure to go check it out. Yes. Go check it out. Yes. All, All right. right. <laughs> Let's do this. Wait, don't jinx. Boop. Boop. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, to next week. Thank you for your mi- for stopping by for your midweek treat. Mm-hmm. A little uh, life lessons with laughter. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Or laughter with life lessons. Eh, same difference. <laughs> Cheers. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Bye, everybody. Mm. Yum. Yeah, that was pretty good. See you later. Bye, everyone. You were gonna let me taste it and you drank the whole thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I taste mine, it's totally.